I'm Dr. Joe Esposito, and welcome to our podcast for the health of it. Remember to subscribe to our podcasts, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. The information presented on this program is not intended to take the place of your personal physician's advice, and it is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Discuss this information with your own physician or healthcare provider to determine what is right for you. Are you suffering needlessly? Dr. Joe can give you advice on how to naturally get well and stay well. Dr. Joe Esposito. What we're talking about today are how to read food labels. This is a big issue because people come to us all day every day and they say, Dr. Joe, I want to eat better. I really want to do better. I want to be healthy. I just don't know how. So the shows, of course, are a great source of information, but I want to educate you so that you have control of your own health. We're here for you for the tough questions, but it's like house maintenance. You should be able to do basic stuff yourself, and then if you have to call in the experts, you can. I want to be able to do basic maintenance of your own health, so it's real simple, and reading food labels is really important. General rule, if it doesn't have a label on it, it's probably healthier for you, like oranges don't have labels on them, or apples, or broccoli, or cucumbers, or avocados, uh, but if it's in a packaged food and it has a label on it, I want you to know what you're getting into. So I want you to know how to read food labels so you can differentiate between mislabeled junk and truly healthy foods because it's very deceiving. And many times advertising companies will come out with a word that to me looks really good. And then I do a little homework on it and I realize, oh, that's what that means. So it's, it's deceiving even to the experts. So I'm sure it can be really deceiving to you too. So don't let claims on the front of the label fool you. This is where you're going to make your purchases. This is where advertisers go, okay, Bob is looking at this label. What am I going to do to catch his eye? So one of the best tips I can give you is completely ignore the front of the packaging. Again, that's where the sales folks make their money. Front labels try to lure you into purchasing products by making health claims. Now, sometimes those health claims are justified. For example, oatmeal, they can label it as heart healthy because it can help lower cholesterol. Oatmeal is not going to lower cholesterol by eating oatmeal. If you eat oatmeal as part of a whole plan, then you'll have some good results. If you're eating oatmeal and eating meats and sugars and dairies and meat and, and, and butters, chances are the oatmeal isn't going to work. Now, oatmeal isolated, if somebody takes oatmeal and somebody doesn't, they saw some changes with the oatmeal, that's how they can make that claim. But it's not the end-all, be-all. Every day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, Patients send me questions through my website, and they say, Dr. Joe, what can I take to get rid of blank, overweight, diabetes, heart disease, uh, seizures? I can recommend foods. I can recommend supplements, but everything I always recommend is part of a bigger plan. There is no instant success ever when it comes to health. You have to do a multitude of things. Now, it's easy once you know how to do them. You just have to know what you're doing. So reading in front of the labels, that's where we were. Research shows that adding health claims to the front of the labels makes people believe the product is healthier than the same product that doesn't have the health claim, thus affecting what? Your choice. You're going to be more likely to buy it. Manufacturers are often dishonest in the way they use the labels. They tend to use health claims that are misleading and in many cases downright false. And once again, the FDA has to find them. They have to verify that the thing is false. They have to go to the company, have to order a cease and desist. They may have to threaten a lawsuit. It's a lot of work that goes into this and by then you might have eaten this product. So just understand it may not be uh, in your best interest to believe the labels. Examples. Many high uh, sugary cereals are called whole grain. Well, maybe whole grain, but it's still loaded with sugar. And whole grain, what does whole grain break into? Sugar. If you're eating a piece of wheat, the wheat kernel has an outer bran, 
uh, outer covering called the bran, which is fiber. That's, that's okay. It's got a part called the endosperm, and that's where a lot of nutrients are, including vitamin E. And then, uh, and I, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, that's where the nutrients are. But then the endosperm is mostly uh, uh, sugar. It's white flour, basically. And so if you take off the germ, that's what a vitamin E is, and the endo, and, the, and the, the, the bran, the only thing left is the endosperm, which is basically sugar. So even if it's made with whole grain, most of that whole grain is going to be sugar anyway. So I'm not a big fan of grains. A few I'll, I may recommend, but I'm, I'm going to, we'll get to that if we have time today. Makes it hard for you to make healthy choices. So study the ingredient list. Product ingredients are, often li- are always listed by quantity. Whatever the most is in the product, that's going to be the first thing labeled. So that means the first ingredient is what's used the most. And a good rule of thumb is scan the first three ingredients. They make up most of the product. If the first ingredients include refined grains, sugar, hydrogenated oils, assume that the product is unhealthy. Drop it immediately. We're going to talk about hydrogenated oils in a little bit. Instead, look for things that are more whole foods, and the first three ingredients should be food you recognize. And if it has more than five ingredients, I usually say you probably don't want to eat it anyway, but that's not always true. There might be something that's all natural, but it might be it's probably something you want to avoid. Now, in addition to the ingredient list, if it's longer than three or four, chances are it's probably highly processed. So again, it's not just the ingredients, but it's what's in the ingredients. Nutrition labels state how many calories and nutrients the same are in the product, and often it's by serving. So this is where it gets confusing. I remember hearing a comedian years ago talk about this. A can of soup is like two servings or four servings. And it's like, who eats uh, that much soup? Or, you know, a quarter of a cup of soup. So you may look at it and say, oh, this only has 60 calories in it. Well, there's five servings in this, you know, container. You would never think that that's five different servings. Six times five is 300 calories. Whole new ball game. So another comedian that makes the joke about like one cookie. It's like this whole box is, is based on a serving size of one cookie. Nobody eats one cookie. Yeah. Who's Have you ever eat? eaten one cookie? Yeah, one Fig Newton, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you look at it, you go, oh, like Garrett said, it's like, oh, it's, it's, it's great. It only has 20 calories. But you eat a sleeve of cookies or a box of cookies. So, and, yeah. Uh, sodas used to be the same way. It, so, used to be, it used to be like two servings or, or like one and a half servings for a, a soda. Uh-huh. I'm going to drink the whole thing. Yeah, you're not going to drink half of it and go, okay, I'm done. I'm going to put this <laughs> away now. So Garrett's right. Watch out for those serving size. You know, one serving, like it could be a you know, half can of soda, a quarter of a cookie, um, a half a chocolate bar, a single biscuit. So look at the servings, and then you got to do some multiplication. I hope you can all still do that without a computer, and you'll see what's really in there. So manufacturers try to deceive you by thinking the food has fewer calories and less sugar by using that little trick. Many people are aware of this serving size scheme, assuming that their container, uh, you may not be aware, it has one container is one serving, so that's why you have to look into this. So now I'm going to go through a list of terms that advertisers use. And if you're the average person, and most of you are much smarter than the average person, or you wouldn't be listening to the show, you're not going to be fooled by this. But a lot of things I'm going to talk about in the next few minutes, you're going to go, "Ah, I didn't know that. And that's what this show is all about. We're trying to get you to learn things. And if you're just tuning in, folks, I'm Dr. Joe Esposito. We're talking today about how to read food labels because a lot of you don't understand what you're reading. I don't understand sometimes when I'm reading. I'll flip it over and look at some ingredients. Go, I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. So you have to be careful with that. So here's some common claims that you may see and then what it means. The word light, 
you've probably seen this word before. Light products are processed to either reduce either calories or fat. Some products are just watered down. It's the same thing. We water it down a little bit or cut it with something. You say, well, it's a light version. Well, it's just cut down with something. Check carefully to see what's been added. So, for example, things that are low in fat or light fat foods, many times replaced by sugar. So they still taste good because fat makes things taste good. So does sugar. So when that whole fat-free craze came out, a lot of folks turned into uh, overweight uh, people because they were eating so much sugar. So just be careful with that. Multigrain. This is one I really like. Multigrain. Sounds healthy, but it only means that the product contains more than one type of grain. It could be wheat and barley. Wheat and barley both have what in it? Gluten. And if you've listened to my shows in the past, I'm not a fan of gluten because gluten is made of two proteins, gliadin and glutenin, and when it gets into your small intestine, it causes an inflammatory reaction. And that inflammation can cause irritable bowel syndrome, gas, bloating, diarrhea, but that inflammation can become systemic. When I mean systemic, it can go through your whole system and actually get into your brain. And so you can have inflammation of your brain by eating something that's whole grain. You think, oh, that's good, that's wonderful. It's not. When I tell people to cut out wheat and dairy products, those are the two foods I want you to cut out right away, and artificial sweeteners, those three things. And they do it. Inevitably, in a couple of days, I get a phone call. It's unbelievable, Dr. Joe. I had no idea that wheat and dairy products were just tearing me up. I had no clue. And once they cut it out, it was amazing. I had a guy call me the other day, brought his son in who was uh, advanced autism. It's called pans and pandas. And that's a real, that's a real condition. And so it, it's, it's a form of autism. He just, he couldn't function. He couldn't speak. Um, I was talking to him when he came in for his consultation. He just wouldn't even look at me. So the father calls me a couple of weeks later and he says, Dr. Joe, I did everything you said. I got my son off the wheat and the dairy products and the meats and the sugars. I got him on the supplements you recommended, certainly super greens and essential source, minimum supplements. For the first time in my son's life, he came down from his room and started talking to us. He said, I didn't know he could talk this well. He was talking to us. He was talking to his brother, playing with his brother. First time ever. He says, and then he started to regress a little bit. I said, well, that's okay. The body got this rush of nutrients. Now we got to keep working on his diet and we got to bring him back in for chiropractic care as well because I think that's the missing link. The father was in tears. All the years, all the money they spent on counselors and, and, and doctors, no one ever said, give up the wheat and the dairy and take some supplements. Ever. Who knows what kind of life this kid could have had? Now, I'm not saying I have a cure for autism. I'm not saying I have a cure for pans and pandas. What I'm saying is that the body needs proper nutrition and good diet and good digestion and a good nervous system in order to function normally. And that was just an example. One, we, we get stories like this all day, every day in our offices. So be careful what you're putting in your body. A multigrain is not necessarily good. Even white rice is like eating sugar. I like rice. I try not to eat a lot of it because it's just like eating sugar. The word natural doesn't necessarily mean the product resembles anything natural. It simply indicates that at one point of the manufacturing uh, that was done, a natural source was used like apples or rice or something like that. But you might see the term natural flavors. And I wish manufacturers do this, and I talk to people that, that use these terms. Natural flavors could mean anything, almost. I should say almost. It could mean that it's organic uh, lemon juice, or it could be that it's monosodium glutamate. So... Be careful with the word natural flavors. Sometimes it's deceit, sometimes it's not. And if I had a product, I wouldn't put natural flavors in there unless I knew exactly that it was a good quality product. You'd be mad at me. Well, you're going to be surprised when I say this. The word organic. 
Organic doesn't necessarily mean healthy. Now, I always say if you're gonna eat animal products, organic only. Uh, fruits and vegetables, nuts and seeds, or as much organic food as you can. But just because something says organic doesn't mean it's healthy because how about organic sugar? Doesn't mean it's good for you. It just means that it's sugar. I don't, I, I don't eat meat. I wish you didn't either. But organic meat, it's not as bad as commercial processed meats, but it's still not good. It's just not as bad. So don't be duped when you see the word organic. Figure out where that organic is coming from. Uh, no added sugar. Some products are naturally high in sugar. The fact you don't have to add sugar doesn't mean it's healthy. Unhealthy sugar substitutes may also be added. We didn't add sugar. We added artificial sweetener. We added aspartame, sucralose, uh, saccharin. And those are, of all the seven deadly sins, if you've listened to my shows before, the worst of the worst is the artificial sweeteners. So I want you to cut out those artificial sweeteners. But how about something like apple juice? No sugar added. Still almost pure sugar because they squeeze the apple, the juice comes out, it's mostly sugar. If you eat the apple, it's not nearly as bad as drinking the apple juice because the apple is going to have fiber and other nutrients in it that's going to counteract all that sugar. If you want more information on sugar, go to our website, drjoe.com, and listen to the show we did on sugar. Just type sugar into the search engine, and you'll bring up the show we did on sugar. Really enlightening. We did about two hours on nothing but sugar there. So that, that, that would be something you might want to listen to. Low calorie. Low calorie has to have one-third fewer calories than its original brand. That's what the term low calorie means. One brand's low calorie version may have similar calories as another brand's original version. It's like the caffeinated coffee. If you go to one of these fancy uh, schmancy joints that cost $8, $10 for a cup of coffee, which I still can't process that in my head why somebody would do that, their coffee has a lot of caffeine in it. That's why it tastes so good. One of the reasons. Take some of that caffeine out and call it decaffeinated. Well, if you were to brew coffee at home, many times that coffee you brew at home has less caffeine than the decaffeinated version of this high-end coffee because it started so much higher. So just be careful with that. Don't be duped into uh, low calorie or uh, reduced. Low fat usually means the fat is reduced at the cost of what? Adding sugar. Read the ingredients again. When it comes to carbohydrates, for every 1,000 calories you eat, I'd like to see you eat 50 grams of net carbs. In a perfect world, you'd have 50 grams of net carbs all day. So if you have a 2,000 calorie a day, which is probably a lot, you probably want to have about 50 grams of carbs. We can easily survive and do very well on about 1,500 calories a day, if you're really good, 1,000. But at 1,500 calories a day, that's 75 grams of net carbs. What's a net carb? Take the amount of carbs you're eating minus the amount of fiber, and that's your net carbs. So if you had 100 grams of carbohydrates, 50 grams of fiber, you have 50 grams of net carbs because the, the, the fiber is going to push a lot of sugar through the colon, prevent it from being absorbed. That's why it's so important to eat fiber. And where do you get fiber from? There's only one source, plants. You can't get fiber from meat. You can't get fiber from dairy products, plants. And that's why one of many reasons you want to eat a plant-based diet. So we talked about low-fat, low-carbs. Uh, low-carb diets are linked to uh, people losing weight, feeling better. I agree with that. Processed foods that are labeled low-carb usually have similar, are usually like junk foods and are processed, and it may be low-carb, but it may be high in fat. So you might have, I don't know, low-carb potato chips because they're made with a taro root or something like that. I'm making that up. But now it's still put in a hydrogenated oil, which makes it bad too. So just because something says low-carb doesn't mean it's good for you. Made with whole grains. Let me make sure you understand what made with means. This product may contain very little whole grains. Check the ingredient list. 
If whole grains aren't the first three ingredients, chances are it's negligible. So something says 100% whole wheat. Now, you shouldn't eat wheat, but I'm using that as an example. 100% whole wheat. That's all wheat. That's the, fi- that's the bran. That's the endosperm. That's the germ. That's everything. If you see something that says made with whole wheat, that means whole wheat might have been added to it, but there's other things involved as well. Sometimes that's okay. You might have a product that says uh, made with organic ingredients, and the other ingredients are all perfectly fine. But you want to understand made with versus 100%. Two different things. Don't be duped. Fortified or enriched, that means some of the nutrients have been added. For example, vitamin D is added to milk. Dr. Joe, you always talk about vitamin D and how good it is. Vitamin D is awesome. I would say it's the cheapest insurance policy you'll ever buy. However, many times, I've never seen it any other way, they use vitamin D2. Vitamin D2 is traditionally the synthetic version of vitamin D3. It has to be converted in the body. Your body, if it's extremely healthy, can usually convert somewhere around 14%. Beyond that, you're probably going to need to uh, get your own vitamin D, and you can get that from the sun, or you can get a supplement. Like on the website, we have Dr. Joe's vitamin D3 with vitamin K2, because vitamin K2 and D3 work well together. They play nicely. So understanding supplements. Again, if you have supplement questions, folks, go to our website, drjoe.com. We have, I guess, about 20 different supplements there, good explanation of what each one does. Uh, If you have any questions for a specific topic, just type in the search bar what you're looking for. So for example, uh, diabetes. I must get this question uh, at least once a day. And I always would say, go back to the website and listen to the show we did on diabetes, and I send them a link. All you have to do is type in diabetes in the search bar, hit enter. Uh, Obesity, uh, men's health, women's health, uh, heart disease, cholesterol, uh, cancer. Type in what you're looking for. Chances are we've done a show on it. If you still can't find what you're looking for, then you could send me a message through the website and my team and I will be more than happy to answer it for you. But usually I'm just going to send you right back to the website anyway. It'll save you a step. So fortified, what are they fortifying it with? Fortified with vitamin C. Might be ascorbic acid they're using. There are studies out there that show ascorbic acid is only one eighth of the vitamin C molecule doesn't work quite as well as the pure vitamin C. So just understand fortified or enriched doesn't always mean that it's good. Gluten-free. I like gluten-free foods. I made a gluten-free baked macaroni the other day, and I made a tofu uh, filling for the ricotta, um, and I made my own sauce. I put vegan cheese on it. It was gluten-free pasta. Unbelievable. Off the chart amazing. That recipe, by the way, is in my book, Eating Right for the Health of It, and it's uh, it's, uh, lasagna baked macaroni, I think it's listed under. And we use tofu, organic tofu, of course. Uh, soybeans are fine. If they're organic, they're perfectly fine. Don't worry about that. And it's an amazing, it's a really heavy dish, but gosh, it's amazing. And it freezes well and it's off the chart. But it was glu- I use gluten-free pasta. Now, just because it's gluten-free doesn't mean it's healthy. It just means it doesn't c- contain wheat, barley, rye, or spelt as a form of wheat. Many gluten-free foods are highly processed and are really nothing but sugar. So just because it says gluten-free, you got gluten-free bread. People say, well, Dr. Joe, what's a good bread? I got to eat bread. I can't live without bread. You can live without bread. But if you're going to eat bread, make sure it's gluten-free. And I actually like the gluten-free breads. Now, they're not as good as a good Italian bread from New York City, fresh out of the oven, I'm going to be honest with you. But the downside is when you eat gluten, chances are you're going to have some type of clinical or subclinical reaction. It's clinical means you're going to know about it. Gosh, I got bloating. I got gas. I got uh, itchy. Or subclinical means it's happening, you're just not aware of it. For example, most high blood pressure cases are subclinical. They're there, you just don't know about it. 
So a subclinical reaction can occur by eating gluten. So I would stay away from that too. And it doesn't necessarily mean, I mean, you have gluten-free donuts and gluten-free candy. It doesn't mean it's good for you. So be careful with that word gluten-free. It doesn't mean it's good. Fruit-flavored. It's another fun one I like. Fruit-flavored. Many processed foods have that name because it refers to a natural flavor such as strawberry yogurt. However, the product may not contain any fruit, only chemicals designed to taste like fruit. We have some amazing scientists in the world. And what they can do is they can take a a strawberry, isolate the molecule that causes the flavor, replicate that molecule in a lab, and give it back to you. Now, I've never tasted anything that tastes like strawberries that say it's strawberry flavored, but it kind of has a strawberry feel to it. So just fruit flavor doesn't mean it's any good. Another thing I promised I was going to talk about was trans fats. You might see the term zero trans fats. You might have seen that somewhere. That sounds like it's pretty good then. It has to have less than 0.5 grams of trans fats per serving to be labeled zero trans fat. So you can have a half a gram of trans fats, which is toxic, in one serving. And if the serving size is really tiny, you may be adding many grams of trans fats into your body. So just because it says uh, trans fat free or zero trans fats doesn't mean it is. That's a little loophole a lot of people don't know about. Now, there's a lot of cautionary words I'm giving you, but truly... The way to eat is going to be fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds. And if you don't know what to eat, go to our website, drjoe.com. Now, on the website, we have over a 1,000, well over a 1,000 hours of podcasts. We have audio podcasts. We have video podcasts. We have private podcasts that I've done. We've done lectures that I've done. And so you can listen to what you want. And it's free, by the way. But if you type in, so what can I eat? It's a whole hour lecture. It's just me talking a whole hour on what you should eat, breakfast, lunches, dinner, snacks, parties, raising kids, stock your pantry, unstock your pantry. It's all there. It's free. If you want to know what not to eat, we have a lecture called The Seven Deadly Sins of Nutrition. And type in Seven Deadly Sins of Nutrition, and uh, that show will come up. And it's a lecture we did out in California several years ago, and it talks about the food you want to avoid. So what I tell people to do is listen to The Seven Deadly Sins first, and then listen to So What Can I Eat After That, and it's a good guideline. And so we're trying today, we've got a lot more to cover. We're trying to em- em- empower you to learn how to read labels. And in order to obtain and maintain good health, you have to have a normally functioning nervous system. And that's where chiropractic comes in. If you have neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, numbness, tingling, chiropractic is the most effective, least expensive treatment for most back pain cases, by far. So I don't know why you wouldn't take the most effective, least expensive anything, whether it's a car or a house or your health care, if it's more effective and doesn't cost as much, that seems to be right. And it's safe. It's extremely safe. Now, is it 100% safe? Nothing's 100% safe, but it's extremely safe. So if you have neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, numbness, tingling, come see us. Stop suffering. Biggest complaint is, why didn't I do this sooner? Dr. Joe, why didn't I come see you years ago? I don't know. I've been listening to you for 30 years now. Why didn't I come sooner? I don't know. So go to the website right now. You can book an appointment, drjoe.com, drjoe.com. We're running a special right now. It's normally $375 for the first visit. We've brought it down to $149. We're trying to get, the stim- get health stimulus is what we're doing, a health stimulus package. So it's $149, exam, x-rays, consultation, first treatment, nutrition evaluation, going over the x-rays on the next visit. All of that's included for $140. It's crazy. I mean, we can't do this forever. But if you want to make an appointment, do that. We work with most insurance companies too. And car accidents. I've never seen a car accident where the occupant was damaged and you weren't. So if the car was damaged, you were damaged. Got to come see us right away. So nervous system, we might have to help you with. 
the digestive system. You might have acid reflux, a heartburn, burping, gas, bloating. There's actually an adjustment we've developed. We can pull the stomach down away from the diaphragm, and it does wonders, in most cases, with digestive issues. And then, of course, there's nutrition. And that's what we're teaching you today. We're teaching you how to read labels, what to look for in a food, what, what to avoid in foods. Even though it looks healthy, it may not be. And then the minimum supplements you should take every day are going to be Dr. Joe's Super Greens and Dr. Joe's Essential Source. Those two products are the minimum supplements. They're on the website, drjoe.com, and that's what you uh, start there. And there's a lot of other things. You've listened to other shows in the past. We've talked about them. Uh, so if you want more information about supplements, it's on the website, drjoe.com. Or we can customize a plan for you. We can actually do a nutritional consultation. Even if you're not in the Atlanta area where we're based, we can do it over the phone if we need to. I want to be your doctor. I want to get you well and keep you well. Folks, I'm Dr. Joe Esposito. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Dr. Joe Esposito. And tell your friends about the show. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to For the Health Fit. Remember to subscribe to this podcast and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. You can also listen to and call into my radio show live Sunday evenings from 7 to 9 Eastern Time on WSBRadio.com and on a WSB Radio app. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.